couple of situational uh, things I want to ask you about uh, with the officials uh, late in the game. The first five-yard defensive holding call on, on Stephon Gilmore with about four minutes left, um, and then with about two minutes and 30 seconds left after uh, Watson was tackled, you also seemed to be pleading your case. I was just wondering what those two uh, issues were about. Uh, just really the mechanics of the mechanics of the way the play was handled. Uh, clock related or uh, spot related or uh, no, I mean it's just there's a there's a set of mechanics between the officials and the coaches and uh, just felt like they. Didn't think it was done properly, so I talked to him about it. Okay, and if I could ask you about James Devlin, um, his big third down conversion on the on the sideline late. Uh, everybody, I think, knows uh, about his blocking ability, but uh, how has he worked on his uh, his role in the passing game as a receiver? Well, James is a very dependable player for us. Uh, pretty much whatever we ask him to do, he he does a good job of. So. Uh, whether it's blocking, playing the chicken game, uh, catching the ball, um, you know, fighting for extra yards in tough short yardage situations, whether it's after a throw or a catch. So, you know, he's just a dependable guy that works really hard at his job, uh, does whatever he has to do, and, and does it as well as he can. And that's it's really important to have a lot of players on your team that do that. Um, he's he's as solid and dependable in his role as. Um, you know, probably anybody we have in a situation like that, a role like that. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, you're welcome. This is Mike Giardi, followed by Mike Reese. Bill, so in talking to Dietrich Wise after the game, he, he was discussing the challenges of um, trying to get to the quarterback but also not over-pursue. I'm just curious what, what sort of growth you've seen from him in that regard um, to sort of know – when's the time to go and when's the time to, you're not going to make it there, so, you know, sort of bend back and defend that D-gap. Yeah, Dietrich's done a really good job of that. Um, he's he's adjusted his pass rush uh, techniques and uh, awareness and so forth um, over the last year, year and a half, and um, he's done a really good job of that. So, yeah, there's a fine line between just going all out for the uh, an elusive player, whether it's a quarterback or any player, really, and and then him juking it, and you missing in space, and and then it's even more trouble for everybody else. So, um, just have to make good decisions on that, and keep good leverage, and uh, just comes from a lot of practice, and you know, working up, working against players that um, are like that, trying to you know understand what each of our individual strengths and weaknesses are and how they match up against other players and you know, how to maximize those opportunities. Thanks, Bill. Yep, you're welcome. Uh, next is Mike Reese, uh, followed by Phil Perry. Thanks, DC. Um, Bill, uh, it didn't, didn't look good just looking at it in the third quarter there with Jeremy Hill. Um, do you have any sense on the severity of what he's dealing with at this time? Uh, no, not yet. The um, 
And then one uh, technique question I was curious about was on the interception uh, by Matthew. Is that just one of those plays when you look at it that Blackson just makes a good play to get his hand up in the in the passing lane there? Or is there, what would be the technique for Shaq in that situation, whether it's just knocking him down or getting his hands down that, that you'd teach in that situation to Shaq? I uh, wouldn't tell Shaq to do anything differently than what he did. Yeah. Just, just a good play by the defense, Bill, on that. Is that safe, safe to say? Uh, yeah, he got his hand on the ball. Yep. Right, next question, Phil Perry, followed by uh, David Lazar. Hey, Bill, wanted to ask you about um, Trent Brown and, and what you saw from him, particularly in pass protection yesterday. It looks like he saw a good amount of Genesian Clowney. He's obviously a pretty um, impressive player. Yeah, well, again, um, let me talk about that. It's, it's really a team really a team thing. It's about pass protection. It's about receivers getting open and the quarterback getting the ball out and all of it going on timing. So if any of those things break down, then uh, you don't have good plays. And, and so everything needs to be working together uh, for it to be effective. So got our line competed well um, against a very good defensive front. Um, our receivers and backs and tight ends uh, did a good job of, for the most part, of giving the quarterback somewhere to throw. Tom did a good job of getting the ball to him. Um, I mean, again, there's a lot of things we need to work on. I'm not saying that, but, you know, we had a decent day throwing the ball on was 275 yards or something like that. So, um, But, yeah, our all three of our tackles, those are Big assignments out there on Clowney, Watt, and Merciless. And, um, but it really comes down to the team operation and the passing games. It's you know, not one guy. It's still, just to um, follow up on, on the tackles, it looks like uh, there are a few pretty effective cup blocks on the edges by your guys. Is that strictly something you want to use when you want to get the ball out fast to get the defensive player's hands down, or can that be almost uh, a change-up of sorts for those linemen um, when they're passing that? Yeah, well, I don't think you want to hold the ball too long when you're when you're cut blocking. Uh, these guys are very athletic. They're quick. They get up off the ground in a hurry. So uh, if you get them down, I mean, that's, that's good for that period of time, but it's not going to last too much longer than that. So it has to be coordinated with the rest of the passing game and where the quarterback's trying to go with the ball and what you're trying to do. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, you're welcome, Bill. Uh, David Lazer, followed by uh, Rich Carvin. Hey, Bill. I just wanted to ask you about the kickoff coverage unit. Seems like you guys struggled a little bit more than usual covering kicks. Is that how you would assess it, too? Uh, I think I said after the game, I thought there were a lot of areas that we uh, did well in, a lot of areas that we need to work on. And 
lot of areas that we can improve. So you can put all of everything into the same category, every unit, every uh, every group on the field. There are some things that are good, and there are some things that were either inconsistent or in some cases just not good, and we need to work on those. So that goes for everything. Would you say that there's any thought into just kicking the ball out of the back of the end zone after they had some big uh, returns, or were you just sticking to the plan of kicking it you know, near the goal line to get them to return the ball? Uh, well, first of all, I think when you have kickoff coverage, you can't you can't count on touchbacks, especially kicking into the wind uh, that we had yesterday, which was significant coming from the lighthouse in, so, yeah, I mean, I don't think that's really the answer. If you can't kick it out of the end zone, what are you going to do? I mean, I'm going to kick it out of bounds. Okay, thank you. And looks like the last question will be Rich Garvin. Go ahead, Rich. Bill, I'm just wondering what you saw from uh, Jorn Bentley yesterday, um, the way he handled his responsibilities, and well, you saw from over the summer that led you to uh, to give him a, a starting nod in week one and, and to play a significant amount of snaps. Uh, well, all the players that, that play earn the playing time that they they get, so that's, that's up to them. Um, yeah, but again, uh, his first game, and, um, and he did, did a lot of good things out there. There's some things that that he'll we talked about during the game, some things he'll improve in. So we just need to keep keep working as a team and individually, collectively to to try to get better in every area. Um, we have a long way to go. And it's good to have a to get the win yesterday. It's a good start, but we we have a long way to go as a football team um, in all areas. From the coaching staff to the players, every unit, um, all the way across the board. So We'll just keep grinding through it and try to make progress every day. Just real quick, if I could follow up on that. My limited um, time with him, he seems like he's a really mature individual. And I think we've all seen plenty of young players come in here. And it takes some time to grasp the fact that this is really a job and a business. And he seems to have latched on to that right away. Is that something you'd agree with? Absolutely. Any sense of why that is? I think that's the player. <laughs> he can go back to the map high school and, and see that. <coughs> Purdue. I mean, starter as a freshman at Purdue. Kids have been productive at every program he's been almost as soon as he's been in, in the program. So, I know. See, that's a big shock. We're going to take you one final question from Bob Tosi. Go ahead, Bob. Hey, thanks, Stacey, and, and thanks, Bill. Good morning. Um, uh, yesterday after the game, uh, yesterday you talked about the Ryan Allen punt to the one, and I wanted to ask you, know, in a broader sense, you know, Ryan's response to competition. He came in as a rookie free agent and won the job back in 2013, and then this year uh, faced a challenge, and he brought in uh, another punter in camp, and uh, yesterday Ryan comes out and has a 43.5 net average. Uh, what that say about his mental toughness? You know what he what he proved not only to to win the job, but at the same time he was available and accessible to, to Corey in the process. 
of winning it in the preseason and what Ryan shows, you know, as a football player as much as a punter? Uh, well, I, yeah, I think Ryan uh, has a very had a very mature uh, attitude about uh, the competitiveness of his position, and, and uh, I mean, I think look, it's no secret in this league. Um, you know, there's 31 other teams out there. I mean, everybody on the field is in competition with players that are on our team and players on other teams. Um, so everybody knows there are other players out there, and so you've got to go out there and do the best that you can all the time. And um, that's that's the National Football League, it's pro sports, the way that like that is, and it's like that in every pro sport. So, uh, but I think Ryan's responded well to the competition, and uh, he's a good teammate. He does whatever he's asked to do. Uh, he handles a lot of situational punting. Um, he's worked very hard on that. Might not show up on the individual stats, but it shows up in the team stats and it helps us win, and that's very important. Um, as a holder, as a, uh, you know, other things that he does uh, during the week that uh, are just part of the whole team um, environment and process are, are all positive. So he does a great job in all those areas. It's a real. It's definitely a credit to him how consistent he is. I mean, every day he's, he gives you. He's ready to go. He gives you a great effort and you know, helps the team in, in whatever way he can. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. Right, thank you, Coach. Thanks, everyone. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Stacy. Thanks, Bill. Yep, you're welcome.